Good evening, everyone. I'm here today with Michael Danzi, amazing entrepreneur, business owner, father, husband. He's doing some amazing work in the community, supporting other business owners as well. He's now come on board the Black Pants Project to support us with some business advice. And uh, yeah, he's here today. So, Michael, before we go any further, I know we're just having a little conversation, but could you tell people a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, where do I start? So, as CJ said, you already told you my name, Michael Danzi, originally from London, mm. born and raised in London, came up to the Midlands, specifically first Birmingham, met my wife in the Midlands in Birmingham. We got mar- I got married to my wife, Janine, and then we spent some years in Birmingham and now currently in Wolverhampton. Um, but we got three children, um, bubbly, you know, any of that <laughs> children, they, they just don't run out of energy. I've been married for 12 years. Um, I always like to say that I'm a home educator, full-time, stay-at-home father, home, home educates his three children. Mm-hmm. I like to put that first. And mm-hmm. there's a whole story and journey behind why I do that. Instead of saying I'm a digital marketing consultant first, mm-hmm. and then not even mention that I home educate my children. Um, so for me, I always like to put that as my title. Mm-hmm. I'm a stay-at-home father who looks after these three, who home educates his three children with his wife. And then I say, oh yeah, I run my own business as well. Amazing. I, I believe the the, the 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 order in which I say things for me personally, it's my own journey. Because uh, it took me a while just to say that. Yeah. Say, Why am I putting my business first before my kids and my family? Because, and there's a whole conversation around what we feel is success as men, what we feel mm. is going to make us feel like we're a man and, and, and society's expectations. Nothing wrong. These are not yeah. inherently wrong ideas, but for me personally, I like to put it that way. So yeah, um, set up my own business after doing freelance for a while. Um, I started making money online through affiliate marketing. Mm. Sure everyone has typed in those famous search terms, <laughs> how to make money online. Yeah. Uh, but mine didn't end up in a rabbit hole. I actually had some success. So I decided to take that information, that knowledge, package it, start my own business as a digital marketing consultant, which is what I do currently right now. That's um, amazing. So yeah, man. So the part I just want to touch on that part about um, you always when you you know when you introduce yourself, you mention that you, you know you're at home, your children are, are first and foremost before you know anything else. Is that something that you've always thought? you know or was it something when you had children you started to think differently oh, no, it was a journey man no way mm. i always think that. it was a struggle <laughs> i think i put up no, i think i put up a post on my facebook my personal profile mm. um, been there for days and i've left it there on purpose it's the first time i shared my struggle with not feeling as a man mm. because i was at home full time um, looking after my children for the first 10 years my mm. wife, she quit work two and a half years ago, and she was the main breadwinner. And I mm. was like full time, not bringing in anything. <laughs> wow. So that that struggle of that thought process of feeling like I'm not doing doing something even great, even though yeah. I was looking after my my, my children, mm. you know. Um, and so there was a constant battle with no, no, no I'm doing right. No, 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 you're not. No, 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 I am. No, 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 no you're not. Yeah. And, um. It was a blessing in disguise not getting any jobs because I still did try to look for jobs. We had talked together, you know, for me to look for work and then transition my wife, come home. But just nothing would come up. Yeah. And I applied, applied, I applied, I applied. And it became a blessing in disguise. And that's actually what forced me 
Yeah. Started something online, started making money through affiliate marketing. Then I started up my own business at home. But then the, the motive was to feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> the motive wasn't, I want to be some great, like even now I'm not trying to be nothing out here. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like start my own business, make six figures a month. And, yeah. yeah, that's going to happen one day. But that's that. It's not I no, I would have. I would be working nine to five and not starting my own business. Mm. Um, um, that could have been my journey, but it was a blessing in disguise because it forced me to find ways and means. Um, but it was more out of desperation to feel like I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I completely that understand sense. that. And it's and it's and it's uh, it's definitely a societal pressure, isn't it? You know, as as men, particularly in a marriage context, as well. Mm -hmm. you want to feel like you are the one bringing in the money well it's not even a feeling it's more what's projected and you know when yeah. you watch tv shows yeah. it's always yeah. the man that's you know bringing in the money the, the wife's at home and so on and yeah. so forth yeah. but I just wanted to touch on something um that we were talking about prior so so yes. you know I mentioned uh, that you know I set up the Black Pants project and uh there's a lot of confusion around, you know, how we were going to generate income through it because it, you know, it's very much a charitable, charitable cause because we believe that black black business owners have been denied access to certain resources and certain environments and and you know um, opportunities. Right, right. So I was mentioning that I feel that a lot of uh, people from our community may have identified a similar issue before, but you know, be, as a result of not being able to or, or not being able to access grant funding or, or whatever government support there is, they decide, you know what, I, I can't, you know, um, I can't necessarily sustain this. So let me just start charging the, the people that I'm trying to help. You know, and you, you know, so you, you, you were just about to share an experience. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, I won't mention no names because that's not the point. But I was mm -hmm. on a, a course, um, and then the person who organised the, the the course, um, I won't mention the name of the course because it might connect. To, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, yeah. I mean? and, and the guy who organised course, good guy, he's in the yeah. community in Birmingham, outstanding guy. So when I'm in a WhatsApp group, and he posts loads of um helpful information funding jobs going about and that's why he's an outstanding guy really really good guy so he posted so i decided to ask a question in the group i think to him directly and says mm. hey do you know anybody who could help me um with advice to set up a charity because me and my mm. brother has got an idea we want to set up a charity kind of thing right to help the community and i mean specifically young black men yeah young black ladies set up businesses or whatever right but in a very unique way yeah so yeah. i asked him and because i said you know anyone who should give me some advice and i and i worded my words specifically mm. right he said yeah i know somebody um who can help you out yeah so because these words help you out right i'm yeah. under the assumption i just need some quick advice yeah um just quick advice just to give me some direction, because I went onto the Gov website, yeah. I set up a chat and whatnot, and it's just questions you have, and you want to make yeah. sure you do things properly, yeah. right? It's not like it's difficult, technically, right? You got you just follow, and but I just wanted to ask somebody who's done it before to mm. make sure I do things everything properly. So I put in contact with this young, young this lady, and she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, I can help you out. Tech, we're just speaking by text message, no phone calls yet. Mm -mm. 
And then the bombshell, what I call the bombshell, is that <laughs> I, it's going to be 150 something pounds for a four day course. Wow. And to set up your charity. And I was like, I That's, wish. Yeah. I, I just felt <laughs> away like, okay, where the miscommunication was somewhere. Let's just call it that. There mm. was some miscommunication somewhere from him to her or her to me. And mm. I'm like, well, can I just, I just need a question or two yeah. answers. I don't need a four day course to go through probably what's on the website, gov.co.uk kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? I'm not there, innit? I'm just, I just need some specific questions yeah. answered. And I don't mind paying that, but this, this lack of transparency yeah. seems, and not to put no judgment on, on her, but it mm. seems, it's very awkward. You see, yeah, and it's 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 not it's not just them though. This this is this is a a very very common thing. Right, you know, right. people have people have certain information that is readily available. Do you know what I mean? Right, this is not right. you don't need to go on a course to to figure out how to to set up a charity. And oh. it, there's so many courses out there, and so many people saying, you know, here's some information. Again, I'm going to withhold this from you unless you pay some money. Like yeah. I said, there's government funded spaces that right. are actually there to provide this information. But we right. as a community have been denied that access. But um, continue about, you know, how did how did that make you feel then when when you were having this, you know, friendly dialogue? Like, yeah, yeah that's so it. finally going to get. <laughs> yeah, that, that, and so I literally was under the impression, oh, you're going to help me with the questions that I have. Mm. And then when she dropped it on me that, you know, so it's a four-day course I help you set up, help show you how. And I'm like, well, what? that doesn't make any sense. Because my thing is, I understand about sales. And there's one thing in sales about value. Mm. So my thing is, well, I don't see the value. So it just seems like I'm being ripped off. I'm not being ripped off. I'm not saying that. There's, a, there's no con scam. But what are you giving to me that deserves me to give you this money when... All the information is on gov.co.uk. It's there. Do you, you, you know what I mean? It, and so I just felt, again, because it happened to me other times where you're trying to get just some advice. I just yeah. need some advice. And it just seems sometimes we are too quick yeah. to want to yeah. come in there with, okay, we want to pay me. Yeah. There's yeah. many a times where when people have called me up, my process, I'm very clear with my prices straight away. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. say help. Then guess what? I say, okay, then I'll give you some advice. Yeah. That's and I'm very I'll give you some advice. Let's jump, jump on a Zoom call. And guess what? I'm there for an hour and I give yeah. them advice. And then they go, Mike, thanks a lot. And then every single time the person, because the way that I've from approached it, mm-hmm. they say, Mike, what is your price? I really yeah. want to do blah. And then I say, so they're very clear. So they either they they leave knowing, Mike, I got some value because he's yeah. still gonna give me some advice. I give that advice. Yeah. Either through WhatsApp calling or I give them a few links. Do you go on. So so do you promote? So do you say I offer a, a, a paid service, but I'll I'll I'm happy to give you some some advice um before that? Or how do how do you navigate? So it depends. That? So if it's like friends, you know, within uh we're in the same kind of church community, when it's friends, yeah, and they put your mic, somebody said you can do 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 do. I say, yeah, I can, I can help you out. I'm, and I mean, that's not code for yeah. I'm secret sales pitch, right? <laughs> no, I will help you out. Yeah. And then I say, yeah, I, and I always say I'm busy, you know, run my business, but I'll try to help you out because mm-hmm. that's what they're 
I can clearly see that's what they're coming to me for. Mm. Just some advice, just yeah. some, some assistance, some direction. I said, I'll help you out. And then the thing is, because I'm transparent like that, mm. people are not silly in it. They know I'm running the business because they've been told Mike runs a business. Yeah. If anybody has any intention of paying or what, that always comes up naturally in the conversation anyway. Mike, what's your cost for your services? But then I always make it clear anyway. If I kind of gauge the conversation, if it's if it's not going down our road, I don't even bring it up. Mm. I just say, you know, I'm very busy, blah, blah, blah. But here's the help that I can give you. Mm. You see what I mean? And I make it very clear. I can either help you via through email. I send you some links. So it's clear in their minds, oh, yeah. he is busy. And he's only going, so I meet expectations. Yeah. He's only going to help me through some links or some emails. Mm. I don't give an impression where help is just, because help is subjective to each person, isn't it? Yeah. They could, they could think, oh, he's going to give me some, you know, five five Zoom sessions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I try yeah, to make yeah. it very clear in our conversations when I say help, what that looks like. It's mm. going to be some emails. That's it. Yeah. And I make it because I'm very, very busy. Do you see? And um, and I'll be honest, we, we all do this. If it's someone very, very close to me, I just phone him straight away. You're Wagwan. Mm. Yeah. And I, say, I can help you out, blah, blah, blah. And most people, in fact, all of my close inner circle, they always say, Mike, I want to, I want to support. Like, yeah. how much you tell me your prices, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that comes up anyway because they know I'm running an actual business. I'm registered limited. They've seen I've been advertising. Mm. They see what I'm doing. So people kind of get a sense, okay, he's running a, a legit professional yeah. operation. Yeah. If, if you don't get that idea, people come to kind of assume it's kind of like hodgepodge yeah know, just the old boy i don't know if you ever saw <laughs> um only fools and horses but um yeah, but i I, I think that that direct scenario there where you you just mentioned you needed some support you approach someone you thought you were just going to get you know a little bit of a conversation and then you you decide whether you then want additional support, additional time, and yeah, you can just factor in whether this cost makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that is happening so much. And I think for me, one of my you know main goals for this project is to really allow the Black Pounds project to be a, a hub, a space for businesses like yourself to be there. People can tap, tap in with you, have a conversation if they need to about a certain, you know, yeah. some, something specific. But then if they do want that additional, you know, additional resource, you know, Mm -hmm. your time is valuable. You've got other clients that you need to be working with. So they will have to foot that bill. But the transparency is there. You can definitely access some information here. But if you want more than that, you want that tangible, practical support, you may have to invest in your your company and yourself. And I just feel like I can't understand and I can't get into my head how there's nothing like that for for <laughs> our community and and it you know when I was going through the process of of setting this this project up I didn't understand the depths of the issues I didn't know that we just didn't know about certain spaces because when I'm speaking to these organizations they're saying oh well you know we're, we're government funded we're uh you know we're available but people just don't access us and I'm like no no you you're saying they don't access you. They don't know you, you exist. exist. Yeah, that's right. That's how, right. How can you access something when you have no one in your immediate circle, no one in your immediate community, no one in your family, none of your friends have even heard of it, let alone yeah. 
yes. you know, being able to access it. So I think, like I say, I think if people just trust the process of, of Black Pound's project and what we're trying to do here and don't be skeptical or think that we're, we're, we're trying to get something from you, people yeah, will yeah. gain so much from it. And, um, you know, but yeah, so, so tell me a little bit more about your experience of working with clients then so what kind of demographic are they coming from or so um naturally they're coming more from the black caribbean community because um as i go to church that's the demographic and word of mouth we're part of a massive massive community so word of mouth has literally been 99 percent of how i've got most of my clients Mm. um which is a good thing but then it's not been that much of a good thing in the sense of where i want to take the business mm. and um the reality is and this is something which is hard has been hard for me to accept but i've done it for two years now that um you have to go where the money is mm. you have to yeah and so i'm transitioning now to leaving solopreneurs that's who i've really made mm. um mostly service solopreneurs um might maybe it's just them in the business startups really really you know when i say startups it's just them as a startup yeah um they haven't got the budget they haven't got the income to really appreciate what it is i'm doing because they're counting the pennies yeah and so it's unfortunately the demographic comes with a mindset yeah so it's not the money the money's not the issue no 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 but it comes with a mindset and that mindset is Man, yeah, is this grand gonna be mm. worth it? Then <laughs> I have a form, a discovery form before that pre qualifies people, um, kind of pre qualifies them before I work with them yeah. and gives me also information to help the first conversation, you know, to go more smoother and go in a certain direction. So I got all this intel because as a consultant, you don't only give advice without context, mm. so I need some context. So people say, I need help. And then I go, okay, well, social media. No, no, no. A pro would say, well, what do you need help with? What are your metrics? What are your goals? Where are you right now? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, yeah. on that form, there's a question that says, well, how much do you want to be earning in six months' time? If you knew you couldn't fail, what do you want to be earning? And the numbers are usually big. 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month. Mm. Then there's the next question, how much is your investment? Or are you willing to invest? Yeah. And then you've got, and then I've got some options and it goes all the way to like 50 grand plus. So, the, you know, there's steps, zero to 500, 500 to 1,000, pick one. Now, granted, if you haven't got the money, you're going to pick whatever you've got. Yeah. But then it's like, well, you want to be making 20 grand a month, but you're only willing to spend zero to a hundred pounds. <laughs> That's, a, I, I just want to, I just want to touch on that point. <laughs> even even through the project so like we say we we will give you that impartial advice um the the people on the mentorship scheme you know even when they're coming to the interview we'll we'll ask them you know what what um what do you think you need support with marketing marketing i need help with marketing i don't know how to market i don't know social media i don't you know and it's like okay well how much and then you ask them the question okay how much are you willing to put into that right and it's like oh i'm not sure i don't really i said we said do you do you pay for marketing at all do you you know right. how much are you invested in that yes people yeah. can't can't get around the concept that if you invest in something then you'll get a return on that investment that, that's it that's <laughs> it yeah literally so there's a there's a massive 
educational ignorance. Mm. Massive, where you're like, wait, 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 wait. You don't need marketing. You need investment. Yeah. Because if you had the investment, you could market your business. Yeah. Because literally, that's the golden ticket. Yeah. You see, the golden ticket is um, um, promoting my search to the right demographics who want. So, yeah, so that, that, that. So, unfortunately, I've had to be like, you know what? This is not helping me to grow and expand as a bit. I have to go where the money is. I have to transition and go and sign up companies who are going to make, who are making, sorry, 10 million revenue per year. Mm. I have to start with them. They've got the, they've got the money, they've got the budget because my ultimate goal is as I reach that, those milestones of being able to sign up those bigger deals, I would then be able to filter that knowledge and information down to help businesses yeah. understand and educate them. Yeah. Because when you've got enough cash flow, you can set time aside to say, you know what, let me set up some seminars, let me set up some webinars and literally train you the once you are worthy. Because some unfortunately, the stereotype, which is true, if you're broke, there's usually a mindset that came with being broke. Mm. And this is a hard truth for us to accept coming from, uh, let's say, uh, uh, when you haven't had money growing up. Usually, when you haven't had money, desperation breeds a certain mindset. And Mm. I believe because as a black community, generally speaking, because we're always desperate, so it comes with bad choices. Yeah. So there's a a saying that um, I invented where it says an irrational, sorry, desperation leads to an irrational thinking. Okay, yeah. So when you're yeah. desperate, you le- it has it usually usually desperation comes with irrational thinking. Mm. So for example, a soldier, what are they trained to do? They're trained, or no, not soldier, the SAS. Mm. The SAS, right? They're better than the Navy SEALs, by the way. The <laughs> SAS, yeah, it's true. The SAS are like the top secret service um, in the world, the British SAS. Mm. They train the Navy SEALs. They train the Israeli secret service. They're wow. at the top. I think it's because we've been going on the longest when we researched the history, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the time. So the SES anyway, they train to deal with fear, desperation. Mm. So in those situations where you and I are going to panic and be like, who are we going to do? And you make irrational calls, right? Like mm-hmm. your life is in danger. So of course you're going to be irrational because you haven't been trained to deal with that situation. Yeah. Same in life. When you're growing up desperate, scrimping and scraping, we call it hustle. Yeah. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah, but there's difference between a hustle that's working and a side hustle where it's like you're still stressed, you're still working too many hours and, and it's still not growing to a re- reputable business. Yeah. Because that's what you're used to. Used to usually a hustle is just a nice word for scavenging. You're just scavenging yeah. the scraps. Now, when you're used to that all the time, you come with that mindset to someone who's, who's now a bit more professional and got some information, knows like the black, like your project there. Yeah. And then you're being asked some real life logical questions. Yeah. You're like, I never considered that. Yeah. That. I never considered that. So, and that's fine. And and I've been there because you know I'm talking all this confidence. It goes even. So it goes even deeper than that, though. You know, yeah, people are, huh? No, I said drop the like, knowledge. No, no, Peter. I'm saying people. It, it goes even deeper than that because people are are approaching us as a project. They're they're filling out the form. They're saying, you know, I've got this business. Da 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 da. We say, okay, great. You know, we're, we're happy to help. We have a phone call. We ask them a simple question. Tell us what your business is. Oh, and they can't no. even answer. 
they can't even answer that. A lot of them. Oh, no, it goes a lot down. Of, well, a lot of us. We can't even yeah. answer the 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 the, the very basics of oh. what their business is, but they're they're asking for marketing. So how can you market something when you don't actually know what it is? So that's why we had to implement oh, this whole startup program right, because people right. are, are, as you say, in that state of frenzy. Oh, I've got it. I've got to do this. I've got you know. Yeah, and also, yeah. also following you know what other people are doing instead of focusing on what they should be doing as well. I think as well maybe. And I don't know if you've got, if you've looked at the age group you're, that's that's inquiring. Mm. Maybe there's a correlation between the age group and social media, because mm. social media is a powerful thing. It's not an evil tool. It's never a good tool. Mm. But if you're on a certain wavelength, your that algorithm is going to spit you people with their bling bling cars. Yeah. I've done this in thirty days. That's yeah. enough of that. I've done this in fifty, you know, sixty days. Look at me, Lambo. So they're like, oh, side up. People, are, there, there's so much nonsense on social media, the internet. People are, are are dissing nine to five jobs. Why are you in a nine to five yeah. job for? Blah blah blah. You're like, that's extreme. Mm. Like, do you know doctors are the nine to five? Nurses are the nine to mm. five? Firemen are the nine to five? Not everybody is called mm. right and even wants to do um be a, a business person. If everyone followed that advice. We'd be in some crazy mess. Who's going to teach your kids at school, for goodness sake? <laughs> 100%, 100%. You know what I mean? So there's these these conflicting ideas. So, yeah, I think that may be part of it as well, where it's like, quick money. <laughs> that's, it, that's it as well. And I think, you know, what we, we're in a very unique position as a project because we can have those very, we can have those very honest and open conversations, conversations with business owners yeah. and say, yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. okay, you're calling us. You're saying you want to you run a business. You said you've been doing it for a year. I'm asking you what your business is and you can't tell me. Do mm. you know what I mean? That says to me, that raises alarm bells to me because uh, like what in what I enjoy, you know, and this is my, you know, personal um, perspective. I enjoy when people are passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. It doesn't matter really what it is. But if somebody comes to me with passion, whether it's, whether you're, you know, creating artwork, whether it's uh, you, you make hats or what, whatever it is. Yes, yes. If you're passionate about that, people will buy into that. People will buy into your energy. But if you're coming and you're saying you're running something for a year, marketing's the issue, this and that's the issue. But actually, maybe sometimes people just need to sit down with someone and say, look, maybe entrepreneurship's not for you right mm-hmm. now. And here's mm-hmm. some reasons why. You've been yeah. doing this for a year but you haven't actually thought about what it is that you're trying to do. You, you're just putting stuff out there, but people don't know what you're trying to sell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, and like you say, a lot, a lot of it could be those, those courses that people are trying to get people onto as well. That, that yeah. can cause issues also because then people are thinking, well, I need to pay a hundred pounds if I want to run a business, you know, um, and learn how to run a business, you know, a lot of running a business. Okay. Put it this way. If people, if you have friends and family and none of them know what you're doing, how are other people supposed to know out that are outside of it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If somebody asks your, one of your close friends, oh, what does, what does Michael do? And he says, no, nah, I don't even know. You know, just, just, just loads of little stuff. I don't really, like how they're the people that are going to vouch for you. Yeah, that's you know right. I mean, they're your people. So if your people that's can't right. even vouch for you, then how are other people? Do you know what I mean? So 
you know, what one of the things, and I think you, you touched on it before, it's just about clarify, I guess, clarifying the vision, you know, yeah, clarifying right. your, your own vision. I think you've you've been able to do that with your business, and of course. So when so so, so kind of keeping on an open, honest front then. Um <laughs> when you say your your primary customer is let's just say the black black community church community what would you like your ideal customer to be oh um my ideal I, I, uh, maybe 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 let me phrase it differently oh, where, where what type of turnover would you like your ideal customer to have oh oh yeah, yeah. i already mentioned that so 10 million yeah but yeah, so going after those companies, because what's crazy, which it took me, it took me a while to accept this fact. This is not mm. an opinion, this is a fact. You get less resistance signing up somebody with that kind of revenue yeah. than somebody who literally for a website for 1500 pounds. Mm. And that's that's probably that they've saved up for that. Yeah. And they yeah. think and they're looking at next month. Where they're going to get the next money from and they haven't and that's the thing their idea they haven't even seen it to fruition yet yeah so mm, i know i need a website you know i know it's important mm. but let me go and try and get the cheapest website out there <laughs> because i've only got two grand yeah. so when i'm quoting somebody you know two grand three grand four grand mm. depending upon what they need or even 1500 pounds it's like mm, Oh, but um, there's people out there who can do it for 200. And I'm but they're like, right to think that, that they are right to think that though, because maybe, yeah. well, they, they could be right to think that because maybe their business isn't, isn't at a place where maybe they don't understand their business well enough to even be able to understand why they would need a, a website that costs that much. Yeah, you're right. And, and you're perfectly right. And that's, and that's why in my phone calls, I always pitch the mm. value. Mm. I always pitch where you are a and how this is going to bring you to be because if you notice i don't if even if you go to my website i don't pitch i sell websites yeah i don't yeah. pitch i sell seo these are just these are just tools yeah see like when you call the carpenter around he's not selling you this thing he's selling you the final product which is yeah. to fix or to make you see so it's it's the solution that people are in uh, need, but the the question is, do you even believe mm. in the solution? So that's why the I for me the idea has to be those um, getting the biggest revenue because guess what they already see it working. Mm. They already they've set a budget aside. You know, every month there's a marketing budget. Yeah. And so when you go to that that those companies who have that revenue, whichever your niche is, right, niche A, whatever that niche is. Guess what? They already know that whatever you're promoting to them is working because they're using it. Yeah. The difference is now I'm going to do it better. That's my pitch mm. to them. You see what you're doing? I'm going to improve. Yeah. Oh, improvement. You can't have improvement. If, yeah. Okay. You can't have a fire if a fire's not working. There's yeah, no fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. startup, it's like you're asking me, like this analogy came to my mind the other day, and I'm going to redesign my website with this uh, an analogy, right? And so, Imagine I'm the mountaineering expert. Yeah. My name has gone round. You can take me to Everest. You can take me to the peaks. I've heard your reputation, man. <laughs> it's, 
feeling. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. Mm. So I'm there, my guys, we all got our equipment, you know, and ours is the latest equipment. You know, you see my reviews, you've gone to the top and you've survived and you can yeah. take people up there. So I'm like, you're going to go to Everest? They're like, yeah, man. I says, well, I'm your guy. He says, where's your equipment? <laughs> and they're like, what? I thought you're just going to... I said, do you know what... So first quick, do you know where we're going? Mm. Do you know what Everest is? Uh, yeah, it's, it's... Do you know how cold it is up there? You need equipment. Then I say, so, okay, that's fine. We can sort it out for you. Yeah. Here's the cost for the equipment. Yeah. Okay, and then you're looking at me like, what? <laughs> I'm put on for tools. Do you know what I mean? Like, but but your feet will freeze and you get black toes. You want do you know what that means when your toes turn black? You're gonna have to chop them off. Yeah, but and I'm breaking down that this is a must. Yeah. Now that's fine. You haven't got the budget. We ain't got the budget, but it's the I go back to the mindset. If the mindset you can't even grasp that that's what it's going to take to get you to Everest because yeah. you would die up there. If I try to take you up there, you will die. Your mm. business will fail. I cannot take you out there without the right equipment. It's impossible. You're just not going to make it. That's 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 really interesting. And there's there's two things I want to touch on. There's there's the let's put it as the idea of that guide. So let's say you are the guide hypothetically. Right. Um, there's a problem, and and just tying it back into all this government support and all this all this sort of kind of uh, rhetoric rhetoric around that. There's wow. there's an issue of trust. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're not accessing these resources because as a community we don't that these yeah. organisations have a have an actual vested interest in what we're doing and in what we offer so yeah. so we're we're less inclined to be, be looking at government you know support and saying yeah they care about me they they yeah, want to see me yeah. thrive they want to see me grow so it so then it does take people like yourself to be in those positions and in those communities to be able to and and you know the the project yes. to be in those communities to be able to say look okay so we have we have michael here michael will work with you um, the Black Powers Project will work with the bigger organisations and help them understand why you're not ready to approach them. Yes. And then we put we get people in those spaces that understand the issues that we're facing and why we feel certain barriers yeah. um, are, are there for us. So it's not that we can't, it's not that we can't access, but the trust isn't there. So unless we build that trust and have people in spaces to, to manage that that relationship then people are going to constantly be afraid of of you know the unknown yeah yeah i feel you i feel you and then the second thing was that um there's actually a report that came out from the british business bank called alone together and they actually mentioned that um business owners from the, the black community are actually amongst the highest startups so the so our community have the 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 largest rate of growth in terms of businesses starting but then we have the lowest turnover of businesses wow. because we don't get access to the loans we don't get access to the financial help so therefore we don't put money into developing the business so then our businesses don't actually go anywhere they kind of just stay in that startup phase for 10 15 years you know yeah, 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 yeah proper turnover so 
I think you you really touched on a good point. It's that that fear aspect and that lack of understanding. So the lack of understanding breeds fear, doesn't it? So in that Mount Everest analogy, the the okay, let let me ask a question. And is it that the business owner doesn't understand, or that they're unwilling in in that? I think it's from my experience. In my experience, as you talk to people. Both people who, let's say, who haven't got a business or who want to start a business and who are starting a business. Mm. You find there's an unwillingness to, to accept that you really just don't know what you're doing. Mm. There's an unwillingness. So, because, like I said, lack of money is not our issue. Yeah. It's not lack of money. We have to get that in our heads. Oh, I ain't got the money, I ain't got the money. It took me ages to get that in my head. Mm. There were business ideas. I wanted to start a, a, a health cafe when I got married. Mm. Why did I quit, CJ? When I looked at the cost of getting the equipment. <laughs> In my mind, yeah. I was like, how am I going to raise this? It's impossible. It's impossible. It didn't even come to my mind, CJ. Investment, mm. loans. Um, when I say investment, asking for capital from friends or family. Yeah, or the yeah, bank. Yeah. Like, it just didn't even come to. So I'm sitting there watching Shark Tank and Dragon's Den. I watched all the seasons. Yeah. And, and even watched the Canadian Dragons then. And I'm like, it's never dawned on me one day. They all ask for money. Yeah. They're not, they're not better than you. And I'm not saying that in the sense of comparison, in terms of, oh, we're better than them. No, 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 no. No, it's not that. These people that you see, right? Yeah. We say white people, white people. No, 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 because no, there's some black people. But generally speaking, there's a cultural mindset that, and it is experience, how you brought up, access, the mindset around you, your thinking. You didn't even think, and I've been in that period, I didn't even think that maybe if I asked for the money, I didn't even believe that. Would, and the thing is as well, your social circle. Who mm. my social circles, or a few, let's say, temp is going to give me, let's say, 10 grand each, so I can get 50 grand worth of equipment. <laughs> I don't know anyone who's going to do that. And the person I do know, are they going to give it to me? Mm. Mm. There's all those questions. But then I didn't even think, let me even try yeah. and go to the bank. Just try. Yeah. Like, at least I can say, I put the business plan. I didn't even believe CJ that that was going to happen. But guess mm. what? I went to all the shows. I've even got the box still in my attic with all of the contacts I made. Wow. I found somebody that was doing um, whole wheat pasta before whole wheat pasta Sorry, whole wheat noodles was mm. even being sold in Tesco's. This is years wow. ago. Wow. I found somebody. So it's like I had opportunities like that. So I remember going to the shows, getting all the contacts, telling them my idea. And what shocked me, what was a good education was this. I had no money. I'm just going to shows, making contacts. You know, um, the health shows you have. And there's always a show for cars or health and beauty. So I went to the shows for, for like vegans, vegetarian and foods, right? And everybody I approached, I had no money, I'm nobody. When I broke, when I explained my concept, everybody was like, wow, I never heard that before. That's really good. Mm. And another thing that he taught me was real businesses are always willing to talk to anyone, no matter what stage you're at. Mm. There was no discrimination because I felt a bit, you know, like, you yeah. know, everyone's got their suit and tie. I didn't <laughs> know suit and tie. I just, you know, I went respectable, you know, smart cash, you know, made myself professional, got your little fade. <laughs> right, when I used to get paid and everything, right? And I was confident, but still a bit, 
like apprehensive and a fear yeah. in a way that I'm nobody walking around like I ain't, got, I ain't nobody man I'm, but I just moved through those feelings kind of thing yeah. and when I would talk to people like yeah you know I, I'm, I'm in start I haven't started I'm just doing my research that's how I, I say I'm not gonna lie and try and put on some fake like your big big yeah. two shoes when, when you're not yeah when your big two shoes then you can say you're, you are because you are it's facts so I'd be honest well, what I was surprised is not one person, and I talked to hundreds, not one person treated me like, oh, I ain't going to talk to you because you're, you're just researching. Mm. Because they're proper businesses, I realized the reason being is because they don't know what I may become. Yeah. But they're not even going to miss out on that conversation there because they're there to do business. That's yeah. what business is. Business is not there to discriminate, oh, you ain't got no money. I ain't talking to you. You're just doing research. I'm going to answer your phone call. That's arrogance and that's ignorance. Yeah. People like that don't really make it. So everyone spoke to me, respect. All oh, right, okay. I, I, I was honest with them. I think it's because I was honest. I said, Look, I'm just doing yeah. research. I've got a concept. I'm just making connections here. I want to set up a health cafe. Oh, what's your health cafe? I told them the content. They're like, oh, here's our leaflets. Here's our this. So look, when you get set up, give us a call. Yeah. And that gave me more confidence. It, it blew away some um, misappreh—what's uh, mis uh, that word when you have bad um, like misconceptions? Misconceptions. Yeah, yeah. It blew away misconceptions yeah. that I had about meeting business owners of where I am. That feeling that you have that you're nobody because you ain't got money or you haven't started the business yet and mm. things like that. And so. And that was a that was still a good experience that I had. But what gave you what gave you the confidence to go into that to be willing to go into that space though? Because a lot of people would say, oh, I, I ain't going into that space, man. I don't feel comfortable. So I'm just Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what gave you the confidence to to go to that event? Because if I give my answer, I'll give my answer, then I'll break it down. Yeah. So my answer will sound too cliche. From a Christian perspective, which is God. Yeah. Yeah. If I said I was God, that, no, that's not going to explain how that happened. <laughs> so before that, I wasn't in that confidence space before. Mm -hmm. So I came from America. Um, I was studying, I was supposed to study there for four years in a missionary college. I yeah. went there to train to be like what they call pastoral evangelism, but I only spent two years. And that's another story why I left. I, I was just going to say, you know, we, we can't undermine that faith aspect because a lot of yes. people within our community, we, you know, we, we come from Christian backgrounds. That's it, bro. That's we it. Can't, we that's can't it. undermine that because the faith aspect is what's the driving force. The bro, faith I, aspect. Yeah, it keeps us moving. It keeps us motivated. But 100%. Can't. Yeah. No, I'm glad you, you re-emphasise that because the thing is, I can't not emphasise it because I'll be lying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if somebody else got to be through a different means, then that's how you got to be. Mm -hmm. And I haven't got here without faith. Yeah. It just, it just hasn't happened. It wasn't Tony Robbins. It wasn't a book. It wasn't a <laughs> book. It wasn't a, some guru. I was mm, yeah, man. No, <laughs> I didn't work for me. I yeah. tried all of that stuff. None of it worked. So I was in America for two years. And I, when I didn't finish, um, and there's a whole story behind why I chose to come back, Mm. I'm sleeping on my brother's sitting room floor with nothing, nothing, no job, no prospects. I ain't got no degree, no A-levels. I haven't got GCSEs. That's what's going through my mind. I haven't finished my course. Then I start to doubt, should I have finished? 
you're, you're nobody. These are thoughts now that's just plaguing me. So for a good while, I'm not really doing anything, bro. Literally, I'm on the computer searching how to make money, what to do. You know, I'm not really doing anything. And what was deep, I didn't even realize I was in a bad place. It was only till um, my brother's wife, sister-in-law, yeah, mm. she something at their house. And every day, all I'm just going on the computer, just trying to find ways of making money, trying to find ways. Because again, I'm... I'm just I'm, typing in how to make money. How to make. And then all I was doing was um, researching eBay. That was the only viable way at the time. eBay, trying to find trainers or sources, researching these sources legit and whatever. Because I was trying to look for a job. Yeah. I was just trying to make easy money. I'm not into that. I don't want nine to five. No, I just need to work. I'll clean the streets. Mm. I even applied for cleaning jobs. I didn't get cleaning jobs. Wow. Right? I didn't get anything. And the difference, what I hated when I came back from America is that things changed so fast. 2005, I could um, get a physical application and fill it out. Now people are telling me email. Email, yeah. email, 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 email. And I'm like, email. So I'm doing emailing, emailing at the same time, trying to find what can I do to make some kind of money. So how long story short, I'm in a bad place, a very, what I didn't know, I was depressed. I didn't even realize it. Mm. Now going back to um, Patrice, she one day, I'm at the computer, and this blows my mind even to this day, that I didn't even realize what was going on. She says, Michael, is everything okay? Now put in context, we didn't have that relationship where, you know, we're close like that. It was not, the, our relationship wasn't bad. You just didn't have that with that talking relay where I tell my kids and just wasn't like that, right? So that was, a, if Jonathan said that, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, cool. Because mm. we're close. Mm. Now, somebody who you don't talk to in that way mm. is now seeing something that, and I remember it, CJ, like it was yesterday. It was almost like, I'm sitting and I goes to myself, if she sees something that's wrong, something definitely must be wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sitting there going, well, what is she? And then she said to me, Mike, I've never seen you like this before. And I'm like, but there's something definitely must be wrong. She's not lying. We mm. don't talk. She's never approached me to ask me if I'm okay. Never. We just don't have that kind of relationship. So if, so, if she's felt bold enough to do that, then she's seeing something is really, really bad. Mm. and then she went on to say Mike before you were very motivated like I have now how people perceive me mm. very motivated in, you know like got, you know you're go get you're go get you go did it what's happened and I remember sitting there and I and, and not having the answer so I just said oh, no, no, I'm alright I'm alright I'm alright but when she went out of the sitting room I remember sitting there for ages ages trying to wrap my brain what is happening? And then the thought came to me, you're worried. Mm. You're just literally worried. And, and this is a whole nother story with learning to, they call, someone told me it's called emotional IQ, emotional intelligence, mm. where you are cognizant of your own feelings and you learn to be cognizant of the feelings of others and learn to um, um, traverse and adapt. And, what, and I'm like, I'm just worried. Like, I'm actually stressed. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. I didn't even realize it because when you grow up in the environment, you're not used to talking out your feelings at all or sharing or being transparent. You think that's a good thing? No, because when crisis hit, like me, when it hit, you didn't even, you just, you just shut it up. 
Mm. I didn't even tell my brother I was worried. I didn't even tell him because we were both similar that way. And so at the time, so, so basically I came to a point where I had to literally tell God I'm in that space. I'm in that mess. I'm in this mindset. God, I'm worried. I don't know what I'm going to do for my future. It was about the fun. It was worried about the, the finances, the job. Yeah, like, what am I going to do in my life now? Because at the time, I feel like I failed because I didn't finish the course in America. This was supposed to be God's calling for me to be a full-time evangelist. And I've left that. Even though I thought it was the right decision. And there's a whole story why I did leave and I had to leave. But then doubts would set in. Yeah. It's easy for doubts to say we're not making no money. It's easy for you to doubt Black Pound Project when no one's calling. Yeah. But when it's working, you're like, praise the Lord, hallelujah, <laughs> praise the Lord. But when things are going bad, it's easy to doubt it. All of a sudden, it's not God's will when things are going bad. When things are going good, God has blessed us. That's, mm. And that's a whole other conversation why we think like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So when things are now on the surface looking bad and bleak, I'm doubting everything, man. My, you know, blah, blah, blah. So... I eventually got married, and now, and that's another story, right? So that was so. Your wife accepted you in that in that period. Well, no, well, that's we'll have to do part two. Yeah, but. we went part two, part three, yeah. part four. But, but I'm not even Jamaican, you know, like my fake Jamaican. Sorry, Jamaicans out there. I've gone up in a Jamaican environment in church. There's a lot of Jamaicans, so I just pick up a, a, a few things, right? But on a serious note. No, yeah, that's another story. So, yeah, she, bro, she accepted me in that unfinancial, stable place. But this is the thing about Janina. She's always said it to me, right? Because this is one of the reasons why I never got married earlier to her. Because I was like, Janina, I ain't got no career. I got no job. Mm -hmm. I can't be doing that. I can't. She, but she would say this to me. But, Mike, there's a difference between not having and being lazy. That's what she would say to me. Mm. Mike, you're not lazy. So we put off, I would have married a long time ago, only because I got nothing right now. Like I'll get a job, then I'll quit. And then I'll be on, uh, well, back when I was young, we called it the doll, signing mm -hmm. on. Right now they call it universal credit. So I was signing on, you know, and I'm still courting Jay. Then I'll get a little job and she, and I'll be like, no, 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 I can't be married. You know what I mean? Right? So, um, but I proposed to her. We got married. Thank God. Blessing. But now it's like, Isabel, she's pregnant. Jeannie is pregnant. So mm. I'm like, hmm. So that was a catalyst for me to go to my room and say, yeah. God, like, you need to give me confidence. Yeah. You need to, like, give me, like, the faith of old, like I had when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. You need to just reignite because Charles come in and I ain't no quitter and was I ain't lazy. Was entrepreneurship going through your head throughout this whole period? Or this is the thing, yeah, um, he, um, CJ. I wouldn't say no, but my brothers reminded me that I've been like that from before. Sometimes, mm. you know, when you go through so much darkness, you think you was always in darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're so used to being down. You think you've always been down. The sun has to remind you. Not my life, but like, years ago, you used to be like, what do you think? Well, I didn't have those ideas. Bro, I had an idea to start smoothies before Innocent Smoothie came up. <laughs> like, I remember in 46 Doors House, we went to a health program, and someone from America was talking about smoothies. And we were like, smoothies? What is that? Like, we were knowing you about smoothies, yeah. right? So I remember going home, 
um, blending, bought a thing from Argos, some little cheap little blender, started blending. And I remember telling my brother, I'm going to go to all the doors in my estate and test out my thing. And if people say yes, mm. I'm going to start selling smoothies. But once again, I quit. I yeah. didn't do it. So lack of self-confidence, blah, blah. So I've had ideas of business, but never thinking I could do it and get the money. How am I going to do this? So it's like initial sparks. I'm very creative. I've got loads of ideas. Initial sparks will come, it will die out. That's mm. why I called it sparks. It was just a spark. Mm. Then it would die out. And so I had to learn going back to that prayer, going back to my office. Now I'm married, got a child on the way. I asked God to just give me the, now the, the, the thing is, bro, the promise didn't always stay there. And that's what I had to learn. It wasn't a feeling. Mm-hmm. Faith is not a feeling. Cause when I would go to the, co- the, the, the shows, the apprehension would just be overwhelming. Like you're small. Look at you, man. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. These thoughts would just be racking my brain. So I had to literally just press through this, this awkward, um, yeah. um, low sense of my wife. I had to push through it. Do mm-hmm. you see what I mean? And yeah. that is what I learned was faith. Just push through that awkwardness. Push through that thing that you're nobody. Push through that you're not earning no money, no money. Just push and go and just... So for me, I would get excited just turning up. Yeah. That was literally that day. Like, just, just speaking to somebody and getting all these numbers, I'll go home and be like, gee, I saw <laughs> 20 people, you know? Yeah, man, was... And I would get... Mu- and then she was always, ah, oh, thank God for my wife, man. She was so mm. encouraging. Never did she speak and encourage you when she oh ah, this is making me tear up now. Oh man. Um <laughs> go down this road, but um mm. she always, always believed in me. I have to bring always her always believed in me. I said, Mike, I know you can do it. even now. She's like, Mike, she goes, You come up with all these ideas. She goes, like before I start my business, she goes, Mike, any idea will work, Mike. Because yeah. I, Mike, you don't get it. And and sometimes it took her a time to really understand why I lack so much confidence in myself. Mm-hmm. And, and then we, I've had that conversation with her going back to my past and things I've been mm-hmm. through and disappointments and all this, blah, 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 and how we were brought up and yeah. how th- there was an aspect we had to bring up ourselves and blah, blah, blah. But she would say, Mike, I know you can do it. You're so talented. And I'll be sitting and going. So that's what I had to explain. When I say it was God, it was faith. Mm-hmm. That's what literally propelled me. A bit of my situation, my marriage, now I have to step up. So I cannot, I cannot allow my insecurities to withhold me from blessing my children. Or my, at the time, my, my baby that's coming and my yeah. wife, I have to press through it. And the thing is, God is with me. God's yeah. not looking at my insecurities. God is not looking at my mistakes. God is not looking at my weakness. When he says a new creature in Christ, hold on to that and press through press through press through it and it's being constant pressing through that's even got me here and i'm still not nowhere i'm even gonna say oh yeah i'm not there bro but i'm just pressing through pressing through because those thoughts still plague me at times and um yeah bro like i say you you you, that's it's so inspiring and and like i say Definitely, definitely need to get a part two involved and bring, is it Janine? Sorry? Jan- yeah, Janine, Janine, Janine. Bring Janine on, see, see, find out more about her and 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 what kept her so encouraged during this period. Yeah, when- that, that would be nice. Um, 
And I guess now, you know, we, we've got the Black Pants Project. This this didn't exist before. So whenever you've got some ideas, we've got people who can help you. You know, you can have conversations with them. They'll, they'll you know, everyone's vouching for, for Black business owners. We want, we want to start changing the narratives. And we do need people like yourself who have been through these journeys, you know, share, sharing those journeys, sharing those stories. And because I know there's lots of people who who would be lacking in self-confidence, who are don't feel comfortable going into certain spaces. And, you know, not everybody can draw on that faith aspect, but there are things that people can draw on, whether it's people that are around them, you know, um, friends, family, and so on and so forth. But no, um, I guess last last thing before, before we kind of wrap up, um, what would you like to see come from your community so what would you like to see come out of the black community well i think i'm seeing it in what you're doing bro um that's one thing so organized effort that focus on practical areas that we need so like with the black pound project it's given us access to information but that information to other organizations to get finance to get funding to get education that's mm. massive like yeah. one little connection could, could change the game 100%. You know what i mean like just that little little nugget like um there's been exa- there's, there's so many examples I, c- I can give where you just give somebody one little piece of advice and they go i never thought of that mm. and then it just can change the trajectory that's what just some people need so yeah. that what i'm what you're doing and your team and everyone who is involved, thank God that's exactly what I want to see. Another thing that I am seeing is just the camaraderie. Yeah. Positive camaraderie I've never seen before. And I thank God for the, no, let me be careful how I phrase this. The Mm. blessing that came out of that travesty of the George Floyd murder. Yes. George Floyd was the, was like what we we call the, the zenith of a massive, thing that was going on for, for being on for decades and decades in America. But but we were all at home in COVID. Mm-hmm. So the attention now could be focused on that situation because there'd been other incidences that caused local protests. Absolutely. But not worldwide protests in over 60 countries. You know what I mean? So when that happened, the blessing that came out of such a terrible situation that should have never happened yeah. was that no, there's Facebook groups now with over 10,000 people and people are genuinely supporting. People are posting photos of little small businesses, um, Jamaican, Caribbean shops, hair shops, and they're doing their thing. I have never seen that consistent trend in my life. Yeah. You've seen groups patch decks up on Facebook before, it died to death. Yeah. Who knows why? But for some reason, there's that positive energy that that's needed. Yeah. You can do what you're doing. You set up a Facebook group. Yeah. Big up to those admins. Yeah. People in there doing their thing, taking photos and put you did what you needed to do. That's and and that's and that's such a, a key point. It's everybody, you know, everybody has their role. You yes. Know I mean? And the people who set up those admin admin. Yes amazing you know amazing. but there are there are like let's say 10 or 11 of them so what what yes. needs to happen now is yes we've all got our individual pockets our individual resources but let's have the project at the helm so we can um 
bring that community together as opposed Organize to it. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to it being like a, a competition, because that's all the, the other communities do. They have their different different strands of work, but mm-hmm. they have something that ties them all together. And I think we call this a project because it's about bringing the community together. Now we, 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 we've got the energy, we've got the passion, the rigor to keep moving it forward, but we just need a bit of structure yeah. to, so that we're not enemies. We're not competing with each other. You have your clients, we have our clients, but yeah. we're all here and we can navigate this. There's enough for us all to eat. Do you know what I mean? And that's all I it agree. Is. I agree. Yeah, man, that unity definitely. There was last quick thing. There was a, there's a Mr. Sings in Wolverhampton. Yeah. And I saw a, um, like a, call it a Yellow Pages version of Indian businesses. Mm. The thing wasn't that thin. The thing was about, I don't know if you can see on my camera, yeah. like that thick. Wow. A5, yeah, A5. I picked it up. I said, can I have this? He said, yeah, sure. I'm flicking through and I'm looking at, I'm like. Like thousands of businesses. Yeah, just, just Indian businesses, just all in one little book that they have <laughs> that, mean? that they have like and i'm saying to myself so it just reminded me of what you just said yeah. you know like the black pound project yeah. as it leads out and connects us and builds that that unity that we desperately need because there's enough for everyone to eat enough yeah. for us to all so then what we talk about generational wealth can yeah. start to begin and there's other positives with con- context there's money and finances yeah. but there's other things that spin off that are going to be needed family restructuring family counseling better yes. relationships better parenting there's so many things that people will be inspired of because look your business starts going well you start feeling better about yourself yeah. that has some other non-monetary gains yeah you do you, you what I mean? You can send your child to a better school, for example. You're not into homeschooling, that's fine, but you send them to a better school. That's it. Do you see? That has in turn its benefits. So there's a lot, a lot of lot. So by God's grace, man, you lot are doing what you're doing. And that's what I want to see. What an example. People doing what you're doing in other areas, like yeah. setting up something organized, but then everybody mm. keeping their foot on that pedal and not quitting or giving up. That's you it. Know what I mean, so we can be unified and and yeah, man, just be a blessing to each other, and that will in turn anyway bless other communities, absolutely, other races. That in turn, because as you lift up yourself, mm-hmm. you're gonna bless somebody else. Mm-hmm. As you light, is like there's there's a saying I like to use: mold only grows in darkness. Mm-hmm. Only grows in darkness. Mold cannot take the light. <laughs> the only way for us to sort out anything is be the light. Yeah. Be positivity, be the change, be the man in the mirror, be the woman in the mirror, the young child in the mirror. And I believe we can, by God's grace, make a lot, a lot, a lot of huge inroads that's never been done before. And I really respect what you're doing, all the team behind you, your wife definitely beside you. And I'm really inspired, um, CJ, what you're doing with the Black Pound Project and all your team. I don't know who they are, so I'm just saying everybody on there. <laughs> there's a lot of people. I wouldn't be able to name everyone, but uh, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of people. Other than Michael said, yeah. big up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So that's uh, that concludes episode three. Um, thank you, Michael Danzi, for Pleasure, your... Um, advice your wisdom your knowledge and experience um where can people find you if they want to get in touch i'm on facebook i ain't got no pseudonym name michael danzi <laughs> d-a-n-t-z-i-e you can hit me up there instagram my personal instagram is home business dad 
Um, I do have a, my other bit, um, Instagram for my business, but just hit me up on my personal Instagram, home business dad, one word, home business dad, you'll find me. And um, those are the two easiest ways to, to connect with me. Um, yeah, yeah and, dad at Instagram and Facebook, Michael Danzi. And also Michael's going to be supporting the project um, yes. and providing some su- support to our business owners as well who, who have applied. So um, you can get in touch with him via the project also. Um, yeah, so that's that concludes this week. Thank you, Michael. And we will catch you for part two in a few few weeks to Whenever, come. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Bro, definitely. Um, but it's been brilliant. Thank you. Take pleasure, bro. Pleasure. Yeah, man.